Hello, homeschool friends, and welcome to this episode of the Homeschool High School Podcast from sevensistershomeschool.com and brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I am Sabrina, and I'm here today with Vicki and Kim. And we are just delighted that you are here with us. You know, at sevensistershomeschool.com, there are six of us veteran homeschool mamas who have been creating curriculum for over a decade and building community and offering coaching. And whenever you join the conversation here on the podcast or on the blog or with our curriculum in your homeschools, you are the seventh sister. If you are a homeschool dad who is now more involved, we're meeting more and more and more homeschool dads who are working from home and who are taking a much more active part in the homeschooling of their kids. So seventh sibling, there you go. We are delighted to have seventh siblings all over the country and all over the world for that matter. And so welcome. Yeah, we're glad you're with us. We're going to talk about being realistic today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that can be a real downer of a topic. You know, sometimes we hear people use that expression, um, you got to be realistic. You got to be realistic. And what they're saying is you should not dream. You should not go after that thing that has been burning in your heart. You should ignore the call of God on your life because come on, let's be realistic. Let's be realistic. And so God has big things for, for us. And he often calls us to things that are um, so much bigger than we even understand that they are. And that you need to just be realistic thing. Mm -hmm. That's not the kind of being realistic that we're going to talk about today. We are all about encouraging one another to listen to the call of God in our lives, to encourage our teens to um, train their ears to listen for the call of God, to follow our passions and the ways that we are wired for things. But there is a level of needing to be realistic in terms of counting the cost, in terms of preparing for something well, in terms of committing to something um, and, and understanding what you've committed to. Those types of, of things are sometimes hard for our teens in particular to get a hold of. They got big dreams. Um, oh my goodness. I just heard the opening monologue from the, the fame TV show back in the eighties, like oh, yeah. in my head, I could hear Debbie Allen saying, you got big dreams. You want fame. <laughs> well, fame's going to cost. And right here is where you start paying in sweat. <laughs> yes. And then, you know, Irene Cara starts singing and the dancers anyway. So yeah, <laughs> they got big dreams. They want fame. They want whatever they want. They want to be doctors. Mm-hmm. They want to be um, competitive horseback jumpers. They want to be, there's all kinds of things that our kids Mm -hmm. want, but as homeschool parents, as parents, part of our job is to teach them how to be realistic about Mm -hmm. those dreams. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean dumping cold water on our kids, but that means helping them learn to think with new maturity, Mm -hmm. learn to think critically, to evaluate things, to get professional input and information that they're not automatically going to have in front of them. So that's what today's episode is about. And um, we are hopefully going to touch on some, some very specific areas that might be impacting your teens, whether or not they want to go to the school of performing arts in New York city and dance (laughs) with Debbie Allen or not. So (laughs) Oh my goodness. The things that pop into my head, it's just terrifying. (laughs) And that that was just such a perfect fit for you though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is where we break out in song. Yes, please. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) Sing it girl. (laughs) 
a really, really basic thing. And this can be an issue. Let's talk about health. Let's talk Mm -hmm. about physical abilities, physical challenges. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Health can be a really serious factor in the things that our teens go after. So let's Mm -hmm. talk about that a little bit. So Kim, Kim, that was uh, your cue. One of you is supposed to talk. You know, we, 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 we can't, you know, break confidentiality. Like all of us have worked so much with one-on-one with homeschoolers, but I, you know, I can think back to in my years when I was actively um, advising the homeschool high schoolers locally, that there, there would very often come to us parents who were bringing their, their teens who had been in a traditional school setting, but it had some severe health issues arise. And um, they were not able to be consistent and, and jump through the hoops that the traditional setting wanted them to do. And a lot of times, you know, kids can get accommodation. So 504 plans or IEPs, but those tend to take a very long time to get into place. And so, you know, parents would come to us and uh, say, you know what, we're homeschooling so we can do what's best and go with our kids' health. But the hard part sometimes is working with those teens and helping them make the adjustments to their dreams on what their health would allow. So, I know Kim is Kim has got stories about that too. So yes. segue yeah. over confidentiality with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, we we dealt with that personally. Um, and Vicki and Sabrina were huge supports to us. Uh, one of my kids, when you know, when when uh, during the high school years, had some pretty significant health challenges. Um, and it was, you know, it was very touch and go day by day. Can we get any schoolwork done today? And especially, can we get math done? That was always yeah. the hardest. And we used to joke, you know, only to preserve our sanity is it was like, you know, the movie 50 first dates. Well, it was like 50 first days of math. Oh, oh that's math. brutal. Yeah. And, and my, my kid would get the concept and we would be like, yay, this is awesome. Yay. And the very next time we would do math, or it was the next day or, or, you know, a couple of days later, it was as if it was never happened. Mm -hmm. So we had to go back and do it over and over Mm -hmm. again. And so the level of, you know, and this particular kid really wanted to go to grad school and, you know, in in some point took a, took a real cool grand road trip around like two, it felt like two thirds of the, maybe not three, three fifths of the country you know, with siblings and looked at grad schools and everything, and then just figured out that just even the idea of taking like an SAT or an ACT to get in. And you know what, my my kid, praise the Lord, went to college, did great, has a bachelor's degree, has a fabulous job working for a fabulous um, company that really values her. She's actually been with the same company since she was 17. And they approached her for the job, knowing that she was a homeschooler mm-hmm. and knowing that she had a little bit of flexibility in her schedule. Um, and also knowing what they had seen in terms of the character of the other homeschool kids that they had um, hired to work for them. Mm-hmm. And so she now does, you know, all but the, the few very specialized jobs um, at the office there. And it's, it's a great fit, but there was a lot of adjusting sometimes hourly um, mm. to get there. 
And sometimes, and it was, it was always, a, you know, a, a balancing act. Sometimes as the parent, you really need to just sit back and, and let them kind of have their dreams. You don't, you don't want to walk around all day going, oh, I can't imagine how you're ever going to do that. And let me just mm-hmm. stomp all over your dreams because part of what we need as human beings is hope and, um, and goals and mm-hmm. see our future. And especially if you're in a situation where a lot of what you expected in your life is not the way you expected it. And it's not the way you see your peers being able to go about their life. I feel like those, those hopes and those dreams are even more important. And so you really have to kind of balance that. Um, and so at the same time, when you're trying to introduce um, being gentle with yourself about expectations, um, that's, I found that a good way to talk about it is saying, you know, let's, let's think about what's realistic for us to expect at this point. So you're not saying for your whole life, this mm-hmm. is the best you're going to be able to do, but where we are right now, let's look at some, and oh my, this was a, a really helpful thing. Somebody shared with me, um, you know, on the rough days, some days you have to take it one day at a time, right? We've all heard that. Um, but sometimes you have to take it one hour at a time. And sometimes you have to take it one minute at a time. Like, what do we need to do to get through this particular lesson? You know, just over the next hour, what do we need to do and how can we do it? Or if it's really rough, you know, like, what do we need to do for this minute? And maybe at this minute, what we need to do is put the math down and go take some deep breaths or go outside and jump on the trampoline or, uh, go lay down and take a rest or, you know, get a nourishing meal or snack or something like that. Um, so it's, it's really, it's very situational, mm-hmm. um, but you still also have to keep the bigger thing in mind, which was sometimes really hard for us. Sometimes we really got um, bogged down in the immediate and it was really hard sometimes to keep plugging and keep making sure we were making forward progress. Mm-hmm. So what you're, you're talking about is helping the teens develop their own self-awareness. Mm-hmm. This is, this is what, where I am right now yep. to respect what the dreams are. And also to say, well, realistically at this moment, this is what I can work on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so for a teen who has health issues, and it will sometimes not be able to succeed academically compared to her peers or his peers mm-hmm. is to, to be able to do what they can do and know that it may take creativity to get where they want to go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's, that keeps the hope going. Okay. You know, like you may want to go to Harvard and your health may be standing in the way right now, what can we do right now? Like, let's be aware of yourself. You know, how, how are you functioning? And, you know, realistically, what can we do right now to think towards Harvard? So what academics can you do a more high powered job on, you know, what self-care can you do a little bit more at? So it gives you more stamina. And so that, that the kind of a balance of realism, respecting the hopes and dreams and, uh, and yeah, this is life. You know, we yeah. all are, we all have things that we need to, to understand about ourselves and work with. So, yeah. 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 And maybe even look at the calendar, you know, maybe you've traditionally been a, you know, nine, 10 months of around year homeschooler. 
maybe being a full year round homeschooler is a better choice because you can stagger things more mm-hmm. and spread things out and have more more space for that personal mm-hmm. care that needs to happen too. Yeah. Yeah. And we've, we've, we've had like, you know, we all have homeschoolers that we know and love who've had some severe health things and wanted to, you know, study some very specialized things um, like music and, you know, to do performance and, you know, when in realistically evaluating yeah, the, sitting down with the team saying, what will your body let you do and be understanding their own body that especially think about our, our one friend, um, she, she was limited health-wise what her body would let her do. So going a long way away, like to Juilliard or something like that, her, she had the talent for that, but not the stamina. And so as she respected what her body could do, she's gone on and gotten college degrees and grad school and doing all kinds of cool stuff. Um, but it was, it was, she, she allowed herself to develop the, the realistic goals of what her body would let her do. So that's anyway, health wise. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very good. Yeah. yeah. And Vicki's absolutely right. I mean, we were just talking about life here and, mm-hmm. and this can be very hard for our teens to hear from us sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so this, um, I have seen a lot of kids over the years with significant health challenges who did much better working with a mentor. Mm -hmm. who was not a parent Mm -hmm. to try to develop realistic expectations for Mm -hmm. how to go after their dreams. Um, So that's okay. uh, Mom Mm -hmm. or dad, if you're not the best fit for that, Mm -hmm. that's okay. Uh, Bring Mm -hmm. a, bring a mentor in. All right, let's shift gears a little bit. What about um, the kid who has socially unrealistic expectations? Um, they want to do everything. They want to, <laughs> you know, play five different competitive sports and they want to take music lessons and they want to do high level academics and they want a part-time job and they, whatever, you know, they mm-hmm. want a pony. I don't know, but they're, they're trying to do too much. They're trying to do, they're trying to be a part of everyone and it's all good stuff. Mm-hmm. None mm-hmm. of this is, none of this is, I want to run around with the gang and become a criminal. This is, mm-hmm. you know, good stuff, but mm-hmm. how do we help them be realistic about social and time um, availability yeah. in life? Yeah. yeah. It's so hard to tell a kid, yeah. you know, that's not realistic yeah. because mm-hmm. they, teens don't have the life experience to know they're not limitless. In fact, that's part of human development is they think mm-hmm. they're invincible. So I know when the, we've worked with those kind of kids who are just, they're interested in everything and they want to do everything is to um, let them do a time audit, you know, to teach them the self-awareness skills of auditing their time. So they know that what realistically will fit in a day. And so I've had, you know, kids log what they're doing each day. So this much time sleeping and this much time riding the pony and this much time, you know, working out so that I can, you know, do track or whatever. And, uh, you know, all, all day long, keep a log sheet on what they're doing. And then after two weeks to make a pie chart of that time and go like, okay, realistically, is this what you want out of life? Do you want this pie to look this way? Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes teens, We'll look at that and go like, 
oh, that's weird. You know, like Mm -hmm. I've got all this time with my sports and no time for academics, but I want to go to college Mm -hmm. Um, or all this time with academics and no time for friends. And so looking at at a good pie chart is sometimes very helps them develop a realistic view without breaking their hearts too much on, um, you know, like realistically, we are not limitless. Yeah. And we're, we're finite beings. Yeah, I'm going to jump choices. on this one for the, for the, um, the parent who feels like the, mm-hmm. the kid might be able to look at their pie chart and say, yeah, this is okay. But the, the impact on the rest of the family is greater than that teen understands. Mm-hmm. And I had times like this in, um, in our homeschool high school years. And I would have kids who would say, I want to, I want to do this. I want to be involved in this. And it was going to involve transportation Mm. that I didn't have the bandwidth for. Mm -hmm. And um, what we did a couple of different points, because I also had several kids who were born very close together. So, (laughs) you know, there were lots of activities going on all in the same season. Um, But there were several points where they would say, one of them would say, or more than one, we want to do this. And I would say, I don't know how to make that fit, but I had this giant calendar on the fridge. It was the, you know, the cheap version, the Staples desk blotter yeah. calendar or whatever. Yeah. And I put a zillion magnets on the back and stick that puppy on the fridge and everything went on there. And so I would take time to make sure that it was really accurate as far as everything that I was already committed to. Mm-hmm. And then I would give it to the kids and I would say, you look at this. And you, you see if you can figure out how we can make that fit. Mm-hmm. And if you have a proposal, bring me the proposal. And sometimes the proposal they brought was just perfect. It was like, oh, I never thought of that. That actually is a way. Um, and sometimes it was just not going to happen. And sometimes they couldn't come up with anything. Um, mm-hmm. But having them have to look at the impact that their life choices are making on people that they are dependent on for time, for help, for support, um, that's, that's good too. And it's better than just saying, I don't have time for that to say, yes. I don't know how this could fit, but mm-hmm. here's what I'm working with. I'm giving it to you. You see, if you can figure out a way mm-hmm. that's, that's, a, that's not raining on a parade. That's, that's admitting just, that we're all in this together. Yeah. 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 And that way they're discovering it for themselves and mm-hmm. you just not raining on their parade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're empowering them to have some influence on how this happens. And uh, I think that's so powerful. It's a great- yeah, sometimes what that can help them recognize too, is that saying yes to one thing is saying no to something else. Oh, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. sometimes you can do both quote. and, and sometimes mm-hmm. you're got to do either or, and yeah. you know, yeah. Financially this, this plays out too. Sometimes our kids have very unrealistic mm-hmm. ideas about finances. They have um, a quirky, unusual career path that they want to follow something that they're gifted in passionate about. We want to encourage that, but there is a time and a place to say to that kind of kid. So in the process of going after that dream, how are you going to pay for your car insurance? Like got to got to count the cost. You know, I, I have a kid that I give huge props to. He wants to write and produce and direct and create films. And that's his dream. And he's been out of high school for a long time. And he is still pursuing that dream very actively and making stuff happen. But at the same time, he recognized while he was still in high school that he would have to have a career that provided money while he was pursuing his dream career, which was going to be built very, very, very slowly. Mm-hmm. And that's that's okay to just say that right up front. 
um, okay, this thing that I want to actually be my career is not going to make money for a long time. So here is something that I am decent at doing that I enjoy enough that I will work as my day job and it will pay the bills. And um, yeah, that's okay. But again, you're not telling them that's stupid. You can't do that. Yeah. I mean, there, <clears throat> there is someone in the extended family who once said to the same child, yeah, well, when you, when you get your first check for the movie that you've made, show me that and I'll believe you're a filmmaker, which was a really crummy, rotten thing to say, oh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So don't, don't go that route. You don't mm-hmm. have to, you don't have to stomp on it, but just say, mm-hmm. okay, so what's your day job going to be too? Cause you'll mm-hmm. need to do both. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is a tough one. Let's, let's wrap it up with this one. We're homeschoolers and we're talking about homeschooling and academics has to be a big piece of that. Mm-hmm. What do we do about helping our teens have realistic expectations for their academic future after high school? The kid who wants to become a neurosurgeon, mm-hmm. but who really, really, really struggles with math and science. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, there yeah. are kids like that out there who have a, a big dream in their heart, but their academic um, abilities don't match up easily yeah. to that dream. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about I, that. I love going with the sort of begin with the end in mind and, and, and going back to almost your calendar example, Sabrina, um, taking that student and say, okay, wow, that would be really fun. You know, that would be fascinating. That would be so powerful. What a great thing to do. Let's look at what that looks like. So a little career exploration, mm-hmm. uh, hint, hint, plug, plug, Vicky, seven sisters, homeschool.com yeah. in the ebook store. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but to do that and you can use, and sometimes it helps to use a tool like that because it objectifies it more mm-hmm. and makes it more, this is, mm-hmm. this isn't what mom or dad is saying. This is what Vicki Tillman, who is an expert is saying. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, so, it, and, and she doesn't live in the same house with mm-hmm. us and, and isn't involved in all those um, lifelong relationship issues um, that we all have. Um, and so when you start looking at, okay, so yeah, it would be great to be a neurosurgeon and be able to, you know, help fix people's brains and everything. So, well, let's learn about what a neurosurgeon has to do to get to be a neurosurgeon. And then you start looking about how many years of college and how many years of beyond college and what courses would you have to take in college? So what prereqs would you have to have in high school? And, oh, all right, let's start. Let's take one of those classes in that direction and let's see how we do. And, you know, it, you know, you may not, as a parent, may not need to say much. The kid might look mm-hmm. at it and go, oh, yikes, I didn't know that. I don't, yeah. I'm not in for that. You know? Yeah. I don't, I don't Sometimes the facts are, are your best friend. And when your kid discovers the facts, regardless of who shows yep. them the facts, yep. you know, sometimes the facts speak very, very clearly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just kind of knowing, like learning more about the in-between steps from you're at point A and that's point Z, you know, what all has to happen mm-hmm. in between there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We, years ago there, there was a, a, teen in one of our groups that we did, we're doing some career exploration together. And um, this youngster was doing how much money different careers made, you know, and found that surgeons make pretty good income. And she made up her mind that she was going to be a surgeon. Right. But she did hate math and science, did (laughs) 
hate math and science. And, you know, we're doing the, you know, like is the advisor going, you know, okay, well, let's look at the programs that you're going to be studying and how many math or science courses. And, you know, teens are sometimes very locked in on there. They did some rigidity of thought. She said, I know I don't like it, but I want that money and that's my priority and I'm going to do that. So, you know, she, she, did not get into a high powered college because she didn't have the academic scores. And so as she adjusted her expectations to community college, because that's where she could start, um, she found that community college had all kinds of interesting medical tech courses, you know, like ultrasound tech and this kind of tech. And, and she actually ended up being a tech and loved it. But she needed, because teenagers are all different, and she needed to have this one dream for a while and then the right to switch it when the, mm. the, when the facts hit her. Like she didn't decide that, like the facts just unfolded for her. No, she couldn't get into that college. But yes, look at all these opportunities at a community college. And at that point, it was her idea. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't the grown up mm-hmm. saying bad idea, bad idea. It was her idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, just letting the, the consequences along the way mm-hmm. shape the mm-hmm. path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess that kind of brings it all home. And we used, Kim used a, a phrase when we were getting ready for this episode that the opportunity to fail forward. Mm-hmm. And um, there is a fair amount in all of these scenarios that we're talking about a kid with health challenges, a kid with academic challenges, a kid with time and financial limitations. Um, in all of those situations, there's an arena for safe failure mm-hmm. where we're not just throwing them out there and letting them humiliate themselves or end up with a massive amount of debt that they're going to, you know, it's going to take them decades to get out from under, or, mm-hmm. um, uh, there's, there's a lot of, of levels of failure. And when we, as parents, <clears throat> excuse me, believe in failing forward, mm-hmm. believe in helping our kids learn how to take some risks. And when something doesn't pan out to adjust, mm-hmm. to not condemn themselves to a life of utter, you know, misery living in a dark corner somewhere. Um, but instead help them realize that this, this is a part of life is, is failing sometimes not being able to reach the thing that we were going for, but to do it in such a way that it still propels us forward in life. Yes. That our life is not a failure because that particular expectation did not pan out the way we thought it would. Right. And we are not failures. It's just that thing was a failure. Oh, and we are not failures because that thing was a failure for our kid who was not a failure. Oh, such a wise thing to think about. Yes. Yeah. Because that can be tough, especially Mm -hmm. if we have a kid that it appears they are really going to go after some big stuff. Mm -hmm. If, if life takes other turns, we as parents have to do some hard work of our own Mm -hmm. to recognize that that is not failure in us. And, um, so shout out to all the seventh siblings. You are not a failure if things do not turn out for your kid exactly the way that you thought they would, because we are not in charge of outcomes. Nope. Right? That is a wise thing to remember. Yes. It is. Amen. Amen. It is. All right. So realistic expectations. They, they, they do need to learn to be realistic, mm-hmm. but we need to help them learn that without raining on their parade. Mm-hmm. It's very important that teenagers have parades and sunny skies to hold them in. <laughs> so yes, raining on your kid's parade is not helpful to anybody mm-hmm. and you can help them set realistic expectations 
without squelching their dreams. We would love to hear your stories. If you have experience with this, if there was a dream in your own life that you had to pursue creatively, that is the kind of stuff that helps us as parents. Uh, We love it when people share their stories, especially on our Facebook group. Uh, Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook group is a great place. Our seventh siblings are very active there, sharing their best ideas for things, sharing challenges that they're having and, and getting advice from one another, but also sometimes sharing a straight up story that will inspire others. And uh, we hope that you will add your voice to that. We all do well when we learn from each other. Not a one of us has this whole thing figured out from every angle. So please be a part and share your story. And we hope that you will also return to future episodes here on the Homeschool High School podcast from sevensistershomeschool.com and brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network.